Hello, I'm your host, Minister Kelly Smalley, and you have tuned into the Christian Cornerstone. Okay, so yesterday I done a podcast talking about um, confidence, about um, five easy steps that you can use to um, have God help you boost your confidence for your daily walk with Christ, and then also tools that you can use to be able to witness and do what it is that God has set for you to do in your life. And so I did I did mention the fact that in that episode I would talk to you guys about um, my testimony because with you as listeners you do have the right to know you know where I came from, you know what I've been through, what God has helped me through and why I'm able to do this podcast today. So everybody tune in, fasten your seatbelts, get you something to drink, and all that good stuff, and we will get started on the segment of overcoming. Okay, so I had to get things started on the testimony. My dad was a pastor um, for many, many years. So I was raised in a Christian home. Um, I had my mom, my dad, and my sister, um, which, you know, there for the longest time growing up, you know, it was, you know, a decent childhood. You know, we were basically, you know, middle Americans. You know, we, you know, we had the... Um, you know, the decent house, um, you know, my parents had, you know, okay vehicles, um, and we were able to, you know, to live life comfortably. And so, as, you know, life progressed and everything else, um, you know, things started to get kind of difficult because my dad actually started taking money out of the church funds for personal use, um, which started causing issues with him and my mom because since my mom is the one who basically handled the finances, um, not only for the church, but at home as well. Um, it kind of started things out to becoming a little bit rocky in the house um, because the fact of there was arguments about the money, going to come up gone. Um, my dad basically lying about it, saying he didn't know what was going on, that it must have been her fault since she was the one over the money. And so like, it just started becoming a rough childhood then because like my parents um, became you know verbally abusive and stuff like that. So it was pretty hard. Um, and so, like, after that, um, you know, after years of them, you know, just bickering and arguing and just not getting along and all that kind of stuff, um, it got to the point to where my mom actually went and bought another twin-size bed and put it in my room, um, because her and my dad couldn't even stand to sleep in the same room together no more, so she actually started sleeping in my room. Um, so, like, life became a little bit difficult, you know, and so, whenever, um, the year 2004 came around, um, my parents got divorced, um, which my dad had not been a, had not been a pastor for a few years um, before that, so like he, um, 
you know, they got divorced and everything else. And so me and my mom and my sister, we moved out. Um, when, you know, they got the divorce finalized and everything else. And so, like, um, it was really traumatic because, like, even though my dad was verbally abusive and everything else, it was extremely hard for me because I no longer had, you know, any male figure to be around at all. It was just me and my mom and my sister. And so whenever, you know, I needed, you know, a guy's a guidance about something or whatever, I didn't have it there. All I had was my mom. And my mom, um, she was an awesome mom. I'm serious. She was really, really great. Um, I miss her a whole, whole lot. Um, I know that she's in a better place. But um, I just had my mom, and my sister. Um, so, at that point in time, I, you know, I, you know, during and after the divorce um, going on to me, um, you know, my grades were slipping in school because I wasn't getting a whole lot of sleep. Um, I wasn't eating that great. Um, just my mind was over overwhelmed by all this stuff going on at home that I couldn't concentrate on my studies. And so therefore, my grades were slipping and with my grades slipping and stuff like that, you know, just that started hurting um, my band, you know, me being in band and other extracurricular activities I was in in school. And so that, so that started hurting a whole, whole lot because I was fixing to lose all of it. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, I just, you know, lost my dad basically because he wasn't at home all the time now. And then I'm fixing to lose band and I'm facing to lose choir and stuff like that. So, like, it just, it really, really hurt. And, like, it didn't matter how hard I tried. It's just my mind being so worried about all that's going on at home. I just, I couldn't focus on nothing. And so, whenever um, I did get my grades back up a little bit and everything else, um, I basically, you know, done whatever I could to get by as far as grades. Like, I maintained the C average. And then I started, like, rebelling against my mom because I felt like it was her fault. Um, I basically, you know, started, you know, pushing the blame off on somebody else, you know, saying that she was the reason why all this happened and pushing the blame off on my dad, you know, you're the reason all this happened. So I was blaming both of them and everything else and, you know, and I guess I was lashing out towards them because, yeah, I was angry, but some of the stuff that I was angry about, I brought on myself. Um, so kind of skipping to after high school, um, I did join the military for just a little while um, and done okay with that. And then after I got out of the military, um, I basically, since I basically threw what was left to my teenage years and everything else, I started doing my rebelling. Um, I started having, um, basically I started drinking. Um, I started doing drugs. Um, it went to the, It went from, you know, drinking, doing pills to... Um, drinking and smoking marijuana, and then it went from no drinking to um, getting meth. Um, and so, like, I just I started bouncing around. Like, my life at that point in time had no direction at all. Um, I, you know, I had problems with drugs. Um, I had wrote bad checks throughout my life to um, get extra money from places, you know, from grocery stores and stuff to be able to have money. Um, for drugs and stuff like that, um, and it just, it really, really um, came back to bite me. Um, I even uh, went to the fact of, you know, like, taking some of my mother's stuff and actually taking it and pawning it or selling it to where I had money for drugs, and today it really hurts when I've done that to my mom whenever I know that she tried to do everything that she could um, you know, while she was still here to make sure that I had the best life I could possibly have. And so, 
after I started, you know, so after those checks and things, I started going in, in and out of jail because I wouldn't pay the fine. So I kept going in and out of jail, in and out of jail. And so basically at one point in time when I was in jail, I was in a place called work release. And work release, you stay in a facility um, to where you were able to go out and get a regular job and, in, 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 you know, in civilization um, as a regular civilian, out, you know, and go and get your job. And so I got me a job. And I just, I didn't like it. You know, I, I, I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do. Um, I wasn't really getting a whole lot of money or anything like that because, and they were barely paying my fines. And so one day I just took it upon myself to, you know what, I'm not going to do this. And so I left. And so whenever I left, I actually did get, I actually got more charges pressed on me for, um, escape third, um, for actually, le um, going to work and leaving. So I got charged with escape third. And so whenever I got charged with escape third and everything else, um, I was gone for like four, maybe five months and I finally got pulled over one day and they caught me. And so I ended up um, going to jail again. And during that stint and everything else, you know, like um, I still rebelled. Like I was, you know, I was living a life of homosexuality by that point, of, you know, by that point in time and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I mean, like my life, like I said, again, had no direction. It was just, it was like the biggest sand pit, you know, quick sand pit I've ever seen in my entire life. It was just, it was terrible. And so I ended up going to prison um, and done some time there, uh, you know, for leaving the work release and having that felony charge of the escape third. And so I ended up getting out. And um, even though I was doing a little bit better by working and paying here and there, I still wasn't doing perfect. Um, so I missed some more pay. I'd missed some payments. And I ended up um, going back to jail. And again, they sent me back to work release, the same work release I was at the first time. And whenever I done that and everything else, I'm like, again, I, I can't do this. Um, I was sentenced to be there for a year, and I just, I couldn't do it. I'm like, you know, I, I had been there for like six months already, um, and I just, I, I had lost so much weight. Um, I mean, I, I was, I mean, it was very unhealthy. And so I ended up uh, leaving there again. And so when I left there again, I stayed gone for about another for about another four months or so, and I ended up, uh, I ended up eventually going and turning myself in. Um, and during that time I was out, that's when I came closer to God, and that's because I, I actually landed in the church that I'm at now. Um, that church took me in with open arms, regardless of my past. Um, you know, and I, and I told them as much as I wanted them to know. Um, I still kept some stuff hidden, but then I've, I've eventually told all my, all my leaders and all my, and my pastors and everything else, you know, what I, you know, what I've done in my life, and so, like, whenever that happened and all that kind of stuff, like, I just really couldn't deal with a whole lot of stuff, and so, afterwards, um, you know, um, after I'd been to them, I talked to a couple of my pastors, and I told them what I'd done, and they said, hey, you need to turn yourself in. So I did. And so I turned myself in and everything else. They actually stayed by my side the whole entire way. I was back in jail. Um, I rededicated my life to Christ. Um, I ended up, um, you know, doing a prayer circle and stuff like that inside of the jail, inside the jail block. I was singing, um, you know, the Christian music that I did know. Um, inside there, and I was praying with folks, praying for folks, um, doing Bible studies and stuff like that, and that's really where God put that calling on my life to be a minister and help those people, you know, not only in jail, but out here too that are homeless and, 
And, you know, just anybody that he sends my way or anybody that I come in contact with, you know, witness about, you know, witness about Christ. And so, um, I ended up, so after I got out of jail, I went, you know, I went to court and everything else got put on probation. And I, so after I got, so I got put on probation and everything else in which I'm actually still currently on probation now. Am I afraid to admit that? No. And the reason why I'm not afraid to admit that is because if I'm able to go through what I've been through in my life and be able to turn it around the way that God has helped me turn it around and everything else, I'm not afraid to admit anything about my past. Am I ashamed of some stuff I've done in my past? Of course. People are, people sometimes are ashamed of what they do in life. That is just, um, that's just life in itself. You know what I mean? People are going to be ashamed of some of the stuff they do in their life. But am I afraid, am I afraid to admit it? No, I'm not afraid to admit it. And the reason why is because through God's grace and mercy and, you know, his, his reckless love, you know, his unconditional love and everything else, it has helped me be able to, you know, overcome the circumstances that I had set for my life because myself, the circumstances I had set was nothing. I had no direction. I had nothing going on at all. I, had, I mean, I never seen myself sitting here in a place of my own with a decent job, you know, and everything else to, you know, I never, I never envisioned that a few years ago whenever I was being rebellious, you know, towards myself and towards God, most of all, I just, I kept running. And so, you know, after, so like, up to date now, um, again, you know, I've, I'm doing the podcast, of course. Um, I've got my, you know, my Facebook ministry going on a little bit. I'm trying to get out there and actually start going um, and speaking to like trouble teens and also getting out there into the churches and stuff like that to, um, you know, win souls over for God. Um, so like, yeah, it's a slow start, but it's all in God's timing. But God has helped me overcome so much stuff. He's helped me overcome, you know, homosexuality. That was the biggest thing in my life that I ever had to face was homosexuality. And he helped me overcome that, you know, you know, he helped me overcome that, like, with, with such a boldness and everything else to where I was able to get on my Facebook and basically tell everybody, hey, if I've dealt with you in any kind of way as far as homosexuality or whatever, I'm going to delete you. I'm going to get you off my Facebook. I can't. I don't want to talk to y'all no more. You know, I put that statement out there boldly. Do I have a problem with homosexuals? I do not. I love everybody the same. You know, do I hate, you know, addicts? Because I've been an addict before, too. Like I said, I've, I've been, you know, I've been an alcoholic. I've been a pill popper. I've been, a, you know, I've been a meth head. I've been a pothead. Um, you know, I mean, I've done drugs, too. And I don't hate the addicts, either. Because the thing is, the reason I don't is because Jesus didn't. Because Jesus sat at the table to eat with the lowest of the lows. The, you know, the, the thieves and, 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 and you know, the, the, the harlots. So, you know, he, he sat with them and ate supper with them. So, of course, if, you know, since he did not, you know, condemn them, I'm not going to condemn them either. I'm going to love them and witness to them as a Christian and plant seeds. That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. But the thing is, is you hear my story and you see and you hear some of the things that I've had to overcome. And so in this next segment, I'm actually going to try to talk to you about some ways that if there's something in your life that you're dealing with, um, I want to try to give you some ways to where you can overcome it. So please stay tuned for the next segment. And thank you guys so much.
Okay, so we're going to this next segment. You know what? You've heard my testimony, and you heard the song Overcomer by Mandisa, which is an awesome song. Again, the songs I play on here are available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, um, or you can list them on, you know, on your local, you know, contemporary, you know, Christian radio. Um, she's on there as well. Um, so you can also look it up on YouTube. So, like, um, the biggest thing is this, like, okay, um, whenever you are in something that you feel like, you know, that you can't get out of, whether you are a teenager hearing this and you feel like that your life has, you know, got no sense of direction, if you are an adult and you are dealing with, you know, homosexuality, pornography addiction, um, you know, alcohol, you know, alcoholism, um, you know, drug abuse, anything like that, and you have said it in your mind that you do not want to be a part of that life anymore. Because the thing is, is people have told me time and time again, especially when it comes to homosexuality and the LGBT community and everything else, that, oh, we're born this way. And the thing is, is that is not true. God does not make a mistake at all. If God meant for somebody to be a woman, they'd be a woman. If they meant for somebody to be a man, they'd be a man. So, like, this whole thing of, you know, transgender to where you, um, you know, where you feel like, you know, you're a man trying to normal's body, or a woman trying to man's body, that is a mindset. That is in your mind, which means whenever you choose to live that way, that is a life choice. You know, that is all a life choice. When it comes to being an alcoholic, that is a choice. You're not an alcoholic because your dad or your mom was an alcoholic or your grandpa. You're an alcoholic because you choose to drink. You are not, you know, you're not born to smoke weed or um, do, you know, you know, uh, shoot meth or smoke meth or do crack or anything like that. You're not born to do that. You know, that God did not instill that in you. That is something that you choose to do. And if you have, and if you've made the decision and you have chosen not to do that anymore, okay, the first step you have to do is get yourself to an area to where you are not around it, whether it be a rehab, whether it be a church family that can place you somewhere where you're not around it. Those are two surefire things is get away from it. Do not stay around what it is you are trying to get away from. Get away from it. Okay. The second step is is asking God to come into your life to where he can start working. Okay, admit to God that you have a problem. Okay, and believe that he can help you fix that problem. And then confess to other people that you have that problem to where they can help you and God can help you get into the direction that you need to be in. Okay, it's simple as ABC. I mean, it's just like, you know, if you, you know, admit, believe, confess, you know, you, you hear that at vacation Bible school and everything else. And they're telling the little boys and girls, you know, you know, if you want to be saved and everything else, you know, admit, believe, confess, A, B, C, you know, it's, it's, it's simple. And so once you've done that second step, okay, the next step you're going to do is you're going to follow through because God's going to start working within you. He's going to start giving you, um, insight um, so, you know, he's going to start, you know, he's, you know, he, he might, you know, there's no telling how God's going to work in your life because he works in everybody differently, you know. So, like, he's going to start, you know, you know, getting you to, you know, read your Bible. Um, he's going to show you things when you're reading the Bible. He's going to get you to talk to certain people because 
you're going to hear things from those people that are going to be able to help you out as well. Okay, so whenever you start, so like the next step, I, I'm going to, I'm going to call it, the next step, I'm going to call it, um, you know, getting your hands dirty. Um, because you got to get your hands dirty. You got to start getting in there and start, you know, proving that you have made that choice a part, you know, that you've made that final decision. That it is set in stone that you want to get out of whatever it is that you're in. You want to overcome whatever it is you're in. And the thing is, is it don't have to be just addiction, homosexuality, or anything like that. It, it, it could be um, finances. It could be marriage. It could be dealing with your children. It could be anything. If there is a problem in your life, and if you and if you are a Christian, you already know, you know, start praying about it. Go to your pastor or pastors. Go to somebody who is a leader inside of your church. Don't just sit there and take whatever it is that's going on because you don't have to. Okay, just like the song says, you are an overcomer. Okay, because um, I mean, God reminds us daily after what he's brought each and every single person through that we are overcomers. Okay, and so like, whenever you are feeling like that you're defeated and you feel like, you know, I can't get back up. I don't have another round within me and everything else. Guess what? The reason why you have numerous rounds that there is no stopping that you can go round after round after round after round with Satan is because the ultimate round was when Jesus gave his life on the cross and which means that right there gives you enough strength. His blood gives you enough strength to go a thousand rounds with Satan if you have to. It don't matter. So, I mean, you have to keep pressing and keep pushing and keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on. Do not let Satan get you down. You have to keep pressing forward. You have to keep fighting the fight. You have to keep up your faith. Now, for those of you who have not made the decision yet to come to Christ and everything else, I, I would urge you, I would urge you to do so. And the reason why is this. Is, is the road easy? No, it's not. Is it hard? It can be at times. Is it is it crucial in the end times? Yes, it really is. But here's the big reason of why if I was talking, if somebody is listening who is not a Christian, who is not, you know, um, you know, gave their heart to God and everything else, I would tell them this. Okay? Life will get you down so far and they will and it will try to literally kill you. Not just kill you, but it's going to try to kill you and bury you to where you cannot get back up. To where you remain at the lowest of your low. But if you will give your heart to God and you say, God, I cannot do this on my own anymore. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of looking like the fool. I'm tired of, you know, everybody else, you know going forward with life and I'm just sitting back here in the background. I want to do more for you. I want to be more than what I am now. And when you and when you tell God that and you honestly mean it and you give your heart to him and everything else, guess what's going to happen? Okay, the ground, your foundation is going to begin to shake to its very core because God is going to start working and God is going to break up all that dirt that's been done on top of you. He is going to wash you completely clean. He's going to give you, you know, He's going to give you a new, He's going to give you a new self. 
He's going to give you a new inside self, a self that he wants you to put out there. Because the thing is, is you will then become a walking testimony. Oh, well, I remember that guy from a few years ago. Oh, he was homeless on the streets, and and he was, you know, he was he was cracked out, and he was on drugs, and he was this, and he was that. And then all of a sudden, they're going to look at you and be like, Oh my God, that guy has a car now. He's got, Oh my gosh, he, you know, he, hey, that man's got a house and. And he's got him a good job. And oh my gosh, he's gotten married. And, and his wife is pregnant. And you know, and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that he went from this to this. And and the thing is, is the way that you walk and the way that you talk is going to say the entire time, God done this. God done this. And that and the thing is, just yourself is going you know, to be a testimony. You don't have to tell anybody your story. Just from them seeing what you were to what you can be and what you can become can be a testimony within itself. There's people in my family and people I went to high school with and stuff like that that never thought that I would actually have what I have now. They are so surprised. Oh, I thought, you know, after him being in jail for so many years and this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 that he was going to, you know, I was just going to be a jailbird that I was out for the count. <laughs> what a mighty God I serve. Because they are wrong. You can overcome anything that Satan throws at you. You can overcome this world for an eternal life. This worldly life don't matter. The possessions don't matter. The money don't matter. You know, even though, yeah, we have to have money because we have to live and everything else. But hey, there's people that I do know that are Christians and they are homeless. You know, they've been on the drugs before, yes, but they have, but they are homeless because they would rather walk around homeless with their Bible ministering to the other homeless people than they would. You know, having a nice house and a car and everything else, they'd rather actually do what Jesus done and walk around and and minister and talk and everything else. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is awesome in my eyes. But don't think that just because you have gotten a little bit low in life that just nothing's gonna change. Don't think that. Do not think that. If you think that, you need to go and read Jeremiah twenty nine eleven because whenever you read that, you're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh!" Because the thing is, is the Bible plainly states that God knows the plans He has for you. Okay, so I mean, the thing is, is God is nothing but good. Okay, so you know that the plans He has for you are good. And it might, and the thing is, it might not be to teach or preach or whatever. But the thing is, though, is it could, it, it could be to show other people that there is a God through you by what He's brought you out of. God, I'll repeat that. God can use you to win other people because when they see you now from what you used to be. They're gonna know that it was nothing but God. They're gonna know. They're gonna. They're gonna see without a shadow of a doubt in their mind that where you used to be to where you are now took God. So, as we go into this last little segment, and everything else, you know. And again, you know, hey, send me your testimonies. I would love to hear them. I mean, hey, you've heard mine. I would love to hear your testimony. Send me a message again. Find my, you know, find my ministers page on Facebook. Um, you know, I mean, I, I would love to hear from some of you guys. Um, I mean, I, I would, I would love to. I mean, if you have a church, 
you know, or whatever, and you're wanting someone to come share their testimony, you know, to prove that, yes, overcoming circumstances, you know, can be done regardless of the situation, hey, I would love to come share my story with anybody and everybody that I possibly can because there is a God. There is a God because if there wasn't a God, I would not be sitting on here where I am right now doing, <coughs> excuse me, doing what I'm doing. I would be in jail somewhere or dead or out there on drugs or whatever. I would not be here. But by the grace of God and by the perseverance that he has given me and the want to and and the drive that he has gave me, it has been such a wonderful experience. It's such a wonderful experience. Can I, can I, do I wish I could have gotten this experience a lot earlier? Yes, but what I went through in my life made me a stronger person to where when it comes to doing God's will, I can do it stronger for his kingdom. So stay tuned for the next segment. The next segment is basically going to be just a little... Um, tidbit information, awesome stuff that's going to be coming up here soon. So I do appreciate everyone listen, listening. I love you guys so much. Y'all are so amazing. I've done got a few plays from the one that I done yesterday. But I love you guys so much. If you need me, um, you know, message me on here. Message me on Facebook. My information's on my profile. Thank you guys so much. Love you, and y'all stay tuned for the next segment. Okay, so we know that we all have things in life that we're going to face. Some people, they have, you know, financial issues, and they feel like they're not going to come out of those financial issues. Then you have some people that have marriage problems. They feel like their marriage is failing due to certain circumstances. Okay, then you have the people that are, you know, have addictions, whether it be pornography or drugs, alcohol, anything like that. So you have people that are addicted to something. Okay, and then you have, you know, um, things like... Um, uh, being homeless, you know, over, you know, homeless can be overcome as well. Um, and then you also, then you know, then you have, uh, then you have homosexuality, and, and you have so many things in life that you know can that, that can be overcome, that can be overcame, you know, by God's grace and mercy and love and and power and wisdom and knowledge, just all, you know, everything that God is, you know, can help you overcome any circumstance that you face in life. Okay, so like whenever you are sitting there and, you know, you feel like um, you are just at your all-time low, you know, just, you know, start praying to God like, hey, you know, I can't do this on my own. You know, pray yourself out and into something else. You know, pray, you know, you know, you can ask God, hey, bring me out of this and then go back and pray and say, hey, can you bring me out of this and put me somewhere like this, you know, somewhere, you know, that I can actually do better and do what it is I'm supposed to do for you. So, because whenever you're praying yourself out of something, you need to be praying yourself in something as well. So, you just got to make sure that you do that. And then besides that, you just have to kind of like make sure that you, um, you know, just, you know, make sure that you keep your faith. You know, make sure that you, you know, don't lose hope and don't lose sight of what it is that you're supposed to do um, because something don't go 100% right. Because everything in life's not going to go 100% right. Some things are, yes, going to mess up. Um, some things in life are going to be more difficult than others. But you don't give up. You keep pressing forward. You keep seeking God. You keep asking, you know, Lord, you know, 
what else can I do to get out of here? You know, is there anything else that I can do to get out of the situation that I'm in right now? You know, tell me what I can do. And then whenever you do that, you know, you're just going to start, um, you're going to start getting your hands there. You're going to start digging. You're going to start working towards what God is having you work towards to better whatever it is you're trying to get out, you know, try to, you know, make yourself better, not only as a Christian, but as a person and make your situation better. Um, because everything that I went through in my life and everything else from what you heard in my testimony, I overcame nothing by myself. God was by my side. Most of the times he carried me because I couldn't do it myself. So, I mean, never think that you've gotten so low to where God cannot help you because God can reach all the way down to the depths to be able to pick you up from wherever it is that you were at. So, all my final thought is overcoming is something that builds Christian character because every Christian every person in life faces something and we all have to overcome it. we all have to go through it um, so if you if you ever you know if you ever take you know if you take anything that I've said you know I want you to know that overcoming is a builder it is a building tool because whenever you overcome it, you're going to be this, you're going to be much stronger. You're going to be a stronger person on the inside. You're going to be a stronger Christian. You know, you're going to be stronger all the way around. Because then you will also be able to help others who might be facing the same that, that you just faced, and, and what and what God just helped you overcome. So, overcoming is to build, and that is what God does. God God builds us up. And helps us on a daily basis. So overcoming is to build. Let God build you up. Let him help you through. Because he will help you through anything and everything that you can possibly go through. You just have to ask. Just ask. He knows what you're going through. And, and there and there's some points to where, yeah, he'll, he'll go ahead and just take care of it. Because it's, it's a pretty bad situation sometimes that we've gotten ourselves into. But... Just ask, just say, God, I need, you know, will you please help me? I need your help. And whenever you do, trust me, you will be all the more happier because things are going to start to change. And so, over the next few weeks, um, I'm going to get some more of, uh, I'm going to get some people to come and give their testimony about um, what God has helped them through. Um, y'all mentioned y'all y'all heard me mention Rachel in my other in my other podcast yesterday, and I'm going to try to get her to come out and give her testimony and bless us with her testimony. She has an awesome testimony. She goes to the same church I do, and she is really really amazing. Um, so um, if you will just um, you know just kind of you know bear with me and y'all keep me in your prayers and i'll be praying for all of you guys as well because like i said i can't you know i couldn't i wouldn't be able to keep this going if i didn't have you guys and you know all you guys that listen and everything else are really awesome and so y'all keep me in your prayers and um y'all stay tuned for the final prayer and i will have another one up and going over the next couple of days love you guys
Okay, so as we close and everything else, I just want to remind everybody um, that I will have some more stuff coming out um, on Overcoming. So make sure that you look for the title and everything else. Um, this segment, you know, this uh, this one's gonna be called, you know, Overcoming, um, and I'll put, you know, like Overcoming Two and Overcoming Three. Um, especially when there are going to be like other, uh, you know, giving our testimony and stuff like that um, on the podcast and everything else. Um, I do know that I am wanting to try. I do want to try to get Rachel um, to come and give her testimony because she does have an awesome testimony. And then I also want to try to get some other people as well to give their testimonies because testimonies can be extremely powerful when it comes to witnessing. It is an awesome witnessing tool. Um, and then, um, but. Other than that, if there's any other, you know, if there's just something that I always, you know, the God lives in my heart to talk about or whatever, you know, I'll just go ahead and produce that podcast and everything else and that kind of stuff. Again, I want to encourage people to please, you know, go ahead and leave, you know, leave me some messages, you know, message me on Facebook or whatever. I, I that, that is awesome. I hope you do. Um, and I would really, really love to be able to, you know, talk to some of you guys. And get some feedback from y'all. You know, let me know what you think so far about the podcast and everything else. Because I do hope um, that it is actually, you know, doing what um, I feel like it's meant to do as far as what God has, you know, led me to talk about and to say and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, please, please message me and everything else. Um, but um, as we go into this last little bit, um, Lord, I just pray that. Um, each and every person that hears this podcast knows that you are the greatest overcomer of all and that with the power that you have that you can help them overcome and face any circumstances that might come their way whether it be financial whether it be addiction whether it be um, a life choice that is just you know not the right choice for somebody anymore um, you know whether it's their, you know whether it's marriage or whether it's you know, facing problems with children or whether it be a teenager or somebody who is having problems at school or at home as well. Lord, I just pray that you will give them that sense of peace and and that and that and that knowledge to know that you are there and you're gonna hold them or guide them through anything that they face where they can overcome and not only become a stronger person here on earth, but become stronger as a Christian, as a child of God, to where they can, you know, help win more souls over for you and to where they can become more of an impact in their community as a Christian. And Lord, I just pray that each and every person through the sound, you know, through the sound of my voice that hears this can, you know, will have a hedge of protection around them and will be able to, um, you know, do what it is that you have set for them in their path to do. And Lord, it's just, as, as I end this podcast, Lord, I just pray that um, this podcast does, you know, what it is, you know, set out to do. That it hear that, you know, that it is heard by, by people who, um, ser- you know, who seriously um, need to be led to you or who need to come back. Um, and I just pray, Lord, that, um, you know, I'm able to, you know, do and say, you know, as you will in my life. And I pray that everybody, you know, is able to do the same. Just, just opens their arms and opens up their mind and their heart and their soul to you. And Lord, I just, as, as I end this, I just pray that um, anyone who needs to overcome a situation, Lord, that you will make that first step 
and guiding me through. And Lord, I pray this in your holy and precious name. Amen and amen. I love you guys. Again, if you can, message me. Again, I would love to hear from you. Um, Y'all have been great so far. I love you guys. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.